Hey there, folks. How the heck are you? Welcome back to Save Your Bacon and Vice Comedy Podcast, where we think we're helping. My name is Will. And my name is Zane. And just for everybody out there that's wondering, it's been a hectic week because I'm at my <laughs> sister's <laughs> wedding in Virginia, um, where I am now currently sitting in a hotel lobby to do this episode. So there will be yeah. audio fancy issues the whole way through. Also, I'm using... The wonderful uh, invention known as AirPods instead of big boy headphones. Which is creating about four seconds worth of (laughs) lag between the two of us. So in case you hear us trying to cut each other off, that might be the reason why. Zane, how's the last couple weeks been for you? I know we missed a week, so uh, give us a little update. I mean, I've, I've had problems... More and more teeth work where more teeth problems are popping up. And then I also needed to arrange flights for both coming out to Virginia for my sister, both going back to Chicago for myself. Um, So all of that said, I'm very glad that my sister is happy. And I'm very glad that the wedding business is now over because I I get I go to the airport in two hours. Everybody. (laughs) I wanted to lean. Yeah, lean we're in a. This is a tight framework we're dealing with. Um, I actually started working at a goat farm, and so I've been what? walking around the house where I live. Yeah, no, that's true. I I now work at a goat farm, uh, for some some really cool goat milkers, dairy. This farmers, guy, am I right? Something goats. Yeah, yeah. I got sun poisoning, so that's cool. Do you do goat yoga out there? They do do goat yoga. Yes, they do goat yoga and they do the sun poisoning. They'll you give found you both heaven for the price of one. Yeah, um, <laughs> there's there's lots of there's polar bear dogs and there's cats with eggs and I none of these are jokes. We made an old town road cover for the for the farm the other day. Now the things. Now, the things you're saying sound like things that would only exist if Steve Buscemi made them in Spy Kids too. <laughs> yeah, no, the the cat eggs are a real thing. They were they were birthed not from the cat, but they were uh, the cat took upon itself to incubate some duck eggs. And so oh we're gosh. just hoping cats come out. With enough love anything is possible. Speaking of such Absolutely, and the cat does that. Yeah, give us a question. This man full of love has a wonderful question. It comes from user Vedius Polio, and the question is Wife keeps losing my socks. How do I stop this? And there's context. Over the course of this marriage, I have taken great strides to ensure that I always have a pair of socks when needed to prevent the underwear gnomes, and then wife in parentheses, from losing single socks. My sock collection consists of about 20 (laughs) pairs of the same type of sock. To further prevent losses, I do all my own laundry. Last night, the wife decided to do all the laundry. Today, I can't find a single goddamn sock. Hulk rage. <laughs> oh, goodness. I, 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 I don't think I can cope with this stress much, much longer. <laughs> I, I hope you shitty experts can offer. Thank you. By the way, thank you for that. <laughs> I, I hope you shitty experts can offer a better solution than murder or suicide. <laughs> Okay, I wanted to cut you off like four times there, so I'm just going to start in chronological order. Mm -hmm. First off, Zay, do you think it's weird to have like 20 pairs of the exact same sock and then just call it good? I feel feel like it's really hard to have 20 pairs of the same sock because when you buy them in bulk, they're usually like three or four pairs together in one thing. 
So you're you're choosing five of those and saying this is all I need. But when I when I buy socks, I'd be like, I want five of the white ones, five of the black ones, and then like I can keep better track of that, or I have socks for different occasions. So when I hit twenty pairs, so forty socks, forty of the same sock everywhere. It'd be like, hey, honey, is this your sock? You'd be like, no, duh. I got same, I got 39 others that look just like that one. <laughs> Maybe she has a couple. She just has a couple socks that look like his, and that's what really gets it tripped up. But, okay, so here's the thing. when I, The reason it would be hard for me to have 20 of the same pair of sock is because, like, every time that I buy new socks, it's because I'm in Target, and I think down at my feet, and I look down, and I'm like, I can do better than these. And then I get like <laughs> three new pairs of like athletic socks or something that seem like they would be better. If I had all the same pairs of socks, that would me be saying that like that I have found these the sock that does it just right and that can't be beat and and I don't need to worry about ever getting anything else. I can just recycle, reuse and just replenish the ones that get holes in them and i just wish that was real and it isn't you've got the holy grail of sock my friend uh that's asking this question first off wife keeps losing my socks uh no duh the thing that you have found is so precious that everybody wants to get their mitts on that that is that is the ring why do you think she married you exactly yeah she what she looked you up and down and then she got down to your feet and she said whoa now don't tell me these socks are for real. And you you must have said, "Baby, I've got about 19 more pairs of the same thing." And I guarantee, I guarantee you guys did not sleep a wink that night. And you know what? I bet she doesn't even judge you for sleeping in those socks. <laughs> I I'm sure she sa- you start to take them off and she <laughs> says, "No, no, no, no. You keep those on." <laughs> okay, so the other thing I don't understand is that there are a lot of different kinds of socks for different times right i think that i can't imagine having 20 of the same pair of sock and have it work in every occasion if that were the case i would either never dress up nice or i would either never go to the gym or i would never be warm during the winter and those those are the problems or it's just like i either only have white socks or black socks and really it just calls for one time actually no no screw that at this point in my life I, i have all black socks i want all black socks White mm-hmm. socks drive me crazy at this point. I, I don't you. need white socks. They're just gonna turn gray, and then I'm and mm-hmm. then I'm gonna feel like a slob wearing them. The black ones lie to me, and they don't tell me how dirty <laughs> they are. Um, but uh, so so okay. Here's the second point I wanted to make: is that people who say the wife sound like the least fun people to hang out <laughs> with on the planet. What are you doing this week? Well, uh, me and the wife are going up to. Uh, me and the wife are, oh, cut me out, sorry. <laughs> me and the wife, I don't want to hear more. The wife and I, oh, you can stop there, Pallarino. That's enough. I don't want, I'm not interested. I'm no, sorry. No, Will, you brought up a good point. People who say Pallarino, now those are fun people. <laughs> Shut up. I knew, I regretted the moment I said it. It's like saying the, it's like saying, saying the wife is like saying the dog. Like, hey, bring the dog, Wyona, right. you know, it's like, hey, bring along the wife. It sounds like an object you were you first to drop and like drag around, yeah. You married her. Did you marry her specifically so that you didn't have to keep remembering her name? It's, you could be like, "Hey, is uh, you, to your kids. Hey, is the wife around? Dad, she's mom to us. I don't know her by anything <laughs> else." <laughs> Dad, are you talking about mom? Uh, 
Yes. Do you mean the, the wife? wife? <laughs> I. Do you, Dad? Do you mean the wife? <laughs> you accidentally <laughs> trained your kids to call your mom the wife. <laughs> the wife. The wife. Oh my gosh. See, the problem is with people like you doing things like this, and I'm going to point it out again. So you kept saying the wife keeps losing the socks. The wife did all the laundry. And then at one point you said, like, to prevent the underwear gnomes, and then you put the wife in parentheses. Like, we don't know her name. She's now the wife to us. You're sharing your wife accidentally with the world. Because now everybody has to refer to her as the wife. The wife just sounds like the sort of, like... Only wears baseball caps, has a farmer tan, sort of. The wife does the inside chores. I'll do the outside chores, sort of dude that I've ever heard of who's like completely emotionally unavailable. And that's kind of what I'm getting at here is that I don't want to hang out with the kind of guy who says the wife. I feel like that kind of guy is the kind of guy who I, I don't even, well, I can't relate, you know? It's right. an unrelatable kind of person. It's weird how those sort of key words and phrases can automatically create an idea in my mind of, uh, maybe not that guy. Yeah, to wrap up this question, you've built this persona around yourself where obviously you you said you can't cope with the stress of knowing you're missing your 20 pairs of the exact same sock. But I'm gonna tell you, if you want to be liked by even one person that's not the wife or your kids who I don't even care what you call them, uh, buy one pair of socks that don't resemble the ones you just owned because i don't know if you owned like ankle high white socks if you owned fuzzy christmas socks whatever i don't care anymore like like you said they're gone boy move on buy a new pair show your wife you're a changed man Call her by first name <laughs> and, and just live a little. <laughs> Make like your socks and just get lost. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. Nice job there. Solid. Hey, uh, you want me to give you a question? I do. I really do. All right. Fantastic. Let's do that. <clears throat> this, uh, this one comes from the Riddler. Thank you. I love your work. Uh, they say, hey, Zane and Will. <laughs> Uh, I've been asking my friends whether they'd rather go to the moon for an hour or have a paid trip to Europe for two weeks. Almost all my friends from the north of the U.S. say Europe, and all my southern friends say the moon. Can I cut you off really quick? Um, good. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Everyone in the north gets a nice vacation and we get rid of everyone in the and and other southerners go to the moon. <laughs> what would you do with an hour without all the southerners, Zane? Uh, I would breathe. I would just <laughs> finally Travel to Europe. Finally exhale. <laughs> <laughs> this is saying a lot because my entire family is from the south. So <laughs> <You're> <laughs> <laughs> maybe all that's all the maybe that's all the discrimination you're really trying to push out here. Right. Uh, I I don't really understand. I read the question and thought that we had to I we had to talk about it because I don't understand how it could all be that the nor people from the north say they'd rather go to Europe and and most people from the south say they want to go to the moon. Also, what what would you rather do? Um in a heartbeat I would take Europe in 2 weeks. No question about it. Really? Rather than like get trained in fly and stand on the moon for an hour. No. No, it's there's okay think about it logistically right all right the oh, first boy. time you do anything 
miraculous. The first time that you go to Italy, I promise you, will be amazing. The second day you're in Italy, you will be okay with the fact that you're in Italy. It's not going to be like you wake up and you're like, this is the first time I've seen this. You're going to think, I've definitely seen this before. I still like it. But it's it's still still pretty good. So if you go to the moon for an hour, I promise you, it's... I think of literally like the St. Louis archway. Like you get to the top of the archway, you're on the moon, and you think, wow, look at that view. And then about five minutes later, you're going to say, hmm, running out of oxygen, aren't I? Hmm, really miss my kids. Hmm, really wish I could just eat and not wear a spacesuit. Boy, Earth, that is what Earth looks like. No, I completely disagree. You're going to run out. You're going to run out of steam quickly on the moon. I understand what you're saying, but there's only an hour of steam. The risk, the risk of being on the moon isn't isn't up to par with the luxury of being on the moon. (laughs) No, okay, what if it was assured that you would be you would safely get up there? Safely get up there, be there and come back. And and down, yes. Okay. Uh Is that really that big of a deal for you? See, even if they said like there's a ten percent chance you'll die, I think I would still do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. You would not. If if they said there's a ten percent chance you will die. There is no way I would ever let there be a risk of my body flow lifelessly through an endless void of space (laughs) that's what you're worried about (laughs) okay do you know have you ever been skydiving when you go up to go skydiving literally the first thing they tell you is yeah there's a good chance you're gonna die like there's just a good chance of your death interesting and yeah like that's like what they say they do not sugarcoat it my friend went just like a couple weeks ago and they were like I almost didn't do it when they said the first, like the first thing they said before we went up is, yeah, you could totally die, you know? So it's just like, why, why, I I don't know. Like for me, the moon is way better than skydiving. And I feel like skydiving is kind of overrated. The idea of going and doing Mm -hmm. something that only like a handful of people have ever done in the existence of the earth, I would like literally be Mm -hmm. making a tiny, way smaller than the first person, like form of history of being like the whatever person who has been on the moon. And it's like, I'll run around and I would probably still see the same footprints of like the first guy who was there with whoever he is, you know? And, um, I don't know just to have that. Like I, that is like ultimate bragging rights. Go to Europe for a couple weeks. It's just like, Oh yeah, you can do that. I can do that eventually. At some point in my life, I'll go to Europe. It's nice. It sounds great. You're right. Mm-hmm. Italy is mm-hmm. going to be fantastic. <laughs> you won't get another chance to go to the moon, Zane. I tell you what. My my problem is I'm still looking at this the way that I just normally would. I get that. My brain has jumped ahead years and thought, oh, we're like already to the point where people can just go to the moon. So like when it becomes oh. a thing, it's more boring. Not today, dude. Not um, today. Moon today. And then also... Also, I already know that I love every inch of Europe head to toe, and I don't know why, because like, there's a part of me that obviously loves the idea of seeing something no one else can ever see or really is going to see for a while, whatever, but being first is something. Uh-huh. Um, I just keep thinking of visiting the moon as visiting a museum. Oh, you think so? So it's, it's dull in my brain. I think I would go, think how high you can jump. You could jump like five feet in the air just standing still. You know what's cool is is jumping five feet in the air. 
in Italy. I know. I get it. I get it. You think I'm stupid, and I think you're stupid too, so it's okay. I love the idea, and I get where everyone's <laughs> coming from, but then if you think of it very, very logistically, and you could get a full paid two weeks in Europe, which everything there is amazing, and if you haven't seen it, it's literally like the same as seeing the moon for the first time. It's just one of those... Oh, you're shut off. It's not You're the seeing same. either for the first time. Would you rather have two weeks... In a, in a place that you're equipped to get food and water and things like that, or an hour in a different place that you haven't seen that <laughs> right now is uh, apparently like skydiving where you could die. <laughs> All right, fine. Mr. Safe Boy wants to go to Europe, wants to go to the thing that he can do anyways, and I'll go be a pioneer. <sighs> hey, hold on. We never talked about why is it north and south? Oh, is it the oh, southern yeah, people are just really tired of this earth? So <laughs> they're done with this planet. They I think, couldn't figure out how to secede from the U.S., so they figured they just secede from the earth. I think that's got to be part of it, right? I mean, Texas wants to be its own country. Florida's thought about being its own thing. Uh, they just—they all want something that is entirely different than what is happening on the top half of North America. So when they think either, oh, we could go to Europe, I don't speak any of those languages or i could go to the moon and uh it'd be uh, something that nobody else has ever done i get it the mindset's completely different get a moment away from the wife <laughs> mm-hmm. brings brings some socks just get, get one freaking hour away from the wife <laughs> no i'm saying all right very good i think we answered that you go ahead give us a question bud <laughs> okay this question comes from eisenstein uh this question says my new girlfriend told me that if I untie her, she won't tell the cops. And the context is, it is so difficult to find girls who can't run faster than I can. And now I got one. <laughs> but, she, <laughs> but, she keeps, but she keeps telling me to let her go. How do I woo her? <laughs> hold on, hold on. Say, what was the first sentence again? Of the whole thing before the context. <clears throat> before the context, my new girlfriend, yeah. right, told me that if I untie her, she won't tell the cops. Untie her? Mm -hmm. What are we talking about? <laughs> untie her from where? See, now this is before she's the wife. She's just the girlfriend right now. <laughs> yeah, I. <laughs> If you call her the girlfriend, you're bound to call her the wife, though. So incoming. Until she's until you've tied the knot. I'm confused. Where is the girlfriend tied? You've got to keep her tied up. Oh, wait, <laughs> wait, what? I'm so confused. So it's a girlfriend, right? So they haven't tied the knot yet, but she's tied up. Okay. And then and then he can, you know, everything's good to go, and they're the wife and him. He's not the husband. He's himself. She is the wife. So he's asking, how do I woo the woman who's already my girlfriend? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because she keeps... Are they... Are keep, they... She keeps asking to be let go, right? And she says she won't tell the she cops keeps, if she is, is let go. Is this a dog? It's a girlfriend. So is this person... <laughs> <laughs> Say! <laughs> I... <laughs> my simpleton mind can't wrap around the concept you have laid before me. Is this a person, is this like a Stockholm Syndrome sort of situation? Is it a prisoner? Like, you tied up the girl and it's like, you're my girlfriend. And if you let me go, I won't tell the cops. Is that is that the situation we're talking about so here? So you're saying, so the question isn't, 
um, oh, is this just a, a person that wants to be like, oh, is it, is it a girlfriend who's just said, hey, we've established that I am your girlfriend. You can untie me now. <laughs> oh, that's very smart. Good job, girlfriend. <laughs> That's what he says. That's no. That's what he says to her. Like, oh, good job, girlfriend. You figured it out. <laughs> yeah, that was very smart of you. Good job. No, I mean, okay. So I'm starting. I'm. I have one foot in the boat right now. <laughs> I am. I am getting across. Okay. We're almost ready to launch into joke zone mm-hmm. or something. <laughs> I mean, if she won't tell police, but she didn't say she wouldn't run away. It's that's not true. like I feel like. You don't want somebody to leave. Just make sure they don't leave. You know? But, but Will, he did say it's been very difficult finding a girl who can't run faster than him. But now he has found one. So he can run. <laughs> he can run is faster. She, is she him. naturally very slow then? Or is it just because she's tied up? Has mm-hmm. he just been chasing girls down the street and this was the first one slow enough to let him tie her up? Is that the case? And now it's like, oh, this one is slow. I will keep... This is girlfriend. Is it? Is it? Girlfriend is slow. Girlfriend must be slow. This one is safe to untie because she can't run away. Right. Okay. So we've established that slow girlfriend, slow enough, untied, still slow. <laughs> still slow. So but, why tie? But the... <laughs> why tie? He's learning how to tie the knot. I mean, oh, I know the answer. You know the answer? He just needed the practice, and also he wanted to get groceries. <laughs> he wanted to get groceries so they could have a nice candlelit dinner one of these nights, and he thought, uh, well, I know it'll make her run even slower, tying her. <laughs> she said, did you put on your tie for our fancy dinner? <laughs> and he said, oh, I thought you said, did you tie me to this chair yet? That I have, I would say yes. The answer the is other yes. One, I have not yeah, put on my tie yet. My bad. I have not put on my tie. I'm not concerned. You cannot leave. <laughs> I have nobody to impress, girlfriend. Speaking I, you know of, I can catch you. Speaking of, how does he woo her? Oh, how does he woo her? I mean, okay, sorry. I, I, mm-hmm. So how do you, mm-hmm. how do you woo her? Step one, mm-hmm. um, untie her. Step Ooh. two, um, y- you're going to uh, run. And chase her, but oh. never quite catch her. But you never stop chasing her. And she gets so good at running that by the end of it, she's like, wow, you know, I've gotten a lot better at running since I've known this guy. And I really appreciate about that that about him. So I, he pushes me to be a better version of myself, and I really enjoy that. Maybe I should give him a chance for real this time without the tie. You've let it. Mm, that's a beautiful idea there, too. Now, Thank you. when you were cutting in and out, I know you didn't say this, but this is what I assumed. When you said... <laughs> when, <laughs> when yeah, we can hardly hear each other. There have been, like, the reason I asked her the question, like, a second time is because it was literally just robot noises for, like, eight <laughs> seconds straight. And I'm like, ha, ha, ha. Hey, Zane, what was that first sentence again? So it was really funny. Say it one more time for the audience. <laughs> so I know you were basically mentioning if you untie her and you run off and then you're running off together she'll be impressed by how much she enjoys the time untied um and i heard you say push to be better person i thought you were just gonna say that he pushed her <laughs> and that he was pushed her. <laughs> now step one untie her step two push her real good <laughs> step three <laughs> tie the knot step 
<laughs> is it marriage o'clock already? <laughs> okay, okay, question for you, Zane. I'm mm-hmm. wondering, I, I don't know if I'm super crazy or this is... Mm-hmm if this is just a me thing or this is a normal thing uh-huh. that sometimes I'm like, what if I just like went somewhere and found somebody who is like really, uh, as irrational as I'm feeling in that specific moment. And who is just like, let's just like jump the broom and get a witness and call it good and just run off and be run off and be married forever. You know? Well, you seem like a logical guy. How many Vegas weddings have you had? How, how many have I participated in? How many have I been the groom of? Yes. Uh, zero. No, I I have gone to Vegas once. Yeah. That is true. I have gone to Vegas once. And from I remember everything I remember from Vegas. That I In, do know. Good, I good don't way remember to phrase any, it. I don't remember anything about forgetting anything. Isn't that the crazy part about forgetting stuff? You don't remember any <laughs> of the stuff you forgot. So who knows what you <laughs> forgot? I literally went to Vegas and I and I did not get drunk. I, I like I don't believe in getting drunk. And so I went to Vegas and I did not get drunk. But I mean, who knows? Maybe maybe because we have no clue as to what we've forgotten in life that I that I was actually there for like six days and I only remember like three of it. Yeah, isn't that a weird, weird thought? That there are just like five days in between every day that we're acknowledging. Absolutely, that's super true. I can't believe we're both on the same page with that. Uh, yeah, speaking of being on the same page, untie her. All right, you give me a question. <laughs> yeah, let's let's finish off by saying untie her. That'll do it. That's your first step. Okay, so um, Zane, are you ready? I want to mm-hmm. give you a ghost story. Okay, I have a ghost story for you. Uh, folks are going ghost. This comes from Evade Humanity. Thank you, Evade Humanity. Um, talking in our paranormal uh, community. Wait, the title is, Hey, I Need Some Help. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. say, So, I'm not into paranormal stuff or the like, and for a large amount of my life, I denied the existence of ghosts. I was visiting my friend yesterday, and she admitted openly that her house is haunted. She thinks she has about three ghosts there and is experience, and experiences thumps, tapping, dark figures, lights flickering, etc., that was not the word flickering. Uh, my problem is, <laughs> I believe one of the ghosts following, one of the ghosts followed me home. Again, I know little to nothing about types of ghosts, their behaviors, and all that stuff. Last night, I had the worst night of sleep I've ever had. I heard thumping and running up and down my stairs. I heard knocking and tapping. Saw shadows move by my bedroom door. Naturally, I freaked the heck out. I grabbed my little brother. And we slept downstairs on the couch. So hold on. Let's take a pause for a moment. And so you're hearing thumps and bangs and people running around upstairs and in your attic. And you see figures in the shadows of your doorway. And you're like, hey, let's go downstairs. That's like, that is the entirety (laughs) of your response. It's just like, hey, this is scary. Let's go downstairs. Hey, do you see that dark tunnel? I'm not sure about it. Let's go in the middle of it. Yeah, I think a small army is in our attic. Let's go downstairs. I think that will solve our problems. I think the haunting is secluded to right here, and that if we went to the couch, we would be much better off. Um, Let's see. I only got two hours of sleep that night. How? (laughs) Tell me. Tell me how you slept with an 
army doing a war chant in your attic. Yeah, there was a whole step that you missed. You just said, oh, there was all this thumping and thumping. I, I, I couldn't sleep a wink. I grabbed my brother. We went into the middle of it. I fell asleep. Yeah, I, I heard running up and down my <laughs> stairs. Then I fell asleep. That is the natural progression, you see. Um, I don't know anything about ghosts other than they run up and down your stairs, I suppose. Or if I did something wrong to attract spirit. Can ghosts even follow you home? You know, I always thought no. What do you think, Zane? Can ghosts think... follow you home? Can we create can we create a full canon for what ghosts can and can't do? I feel like we've yeah. done such a good job fleshing out our ideas of ghosts. Our GCU, our ghost cinematic universe. I think Absolutely. We first need to establish can ghosts travel outdoors in pure sunlight? Is that just a vampire uh. thing? that they have to avoid sunlight, or ghosts I, also part of... I think that ghosts would need to have... Yeah, yeah. I think ghosts would have to need to have a full physical body to be affected by the sunlight, in theory. Because can you see a ghost? I, in the sunlight, sure as heck not. Oh, sure as heck not. Yeah, absolutely. So they can show up in dark. Maybe maybe sunlight doesn't hurt them. They're just super, super invisible. Why do they mm -hmm. only haunt during the scary time, Zane? Why do ghosts <laughs> only haunt during the time when it's really scary? Such the time you can't question. see stuff is the time. Why do they only haunt during the scary time of day? Why why are they only thumping and jumping on my steps during the sleep Why do they hours? run down my stairs and make gunshot noises with their feet pounding on the floor only at midnight? Now Tell why is why. it why is it when I want some peace and quiet, I hear my shower turn on and I hear woo? Why is it now? Huh? Are they nocturnal? Is that it? Is it that simple? Why now? Why can't it be when I'm gone? I suppose it might be when you're gone. But. I've also got a theory, a weird theory. Yeah. So can ghosts follow you home? I've got yeah. a weird theory that when you're saying can they follow uh, people, we were talking about how they can't travel in pure sunlight, but they can sure as heck follow your shadow. So I think that uh, oh, they boy. latch on to people's shadows to follow people. Oh, you think to so? To and fro. So that's... You believe that? That's good. I like that. Did I say that's I actually, think or did I say I know so? Because <laughs> I can't remember now that you say it, but I feel attacked all of a sudden. <laughs> no, no. I definitely I definitely said I think so, but need to I need to edit myself. I know so. I need let to let stop everybody you know. I know there so. There are a few things yeah. I know in this world. I know that my teeth are consistently kind of falling out because they're still fake. I know that I'm really hungry, <laughs> and I know that uh, ghosts follow people's shadows in pure sunlight. <laughs> is that why you said you'd rather go to Europe? Is it just because you're hungry right now? No. Can ghosts even follow you home? Yes, on your shadows. Yes. Should I be worried? Yes, you have a small army of ghosts. You did not bring one ghost home. She did not have three ghosts home. You brought two ghosts home. They, they procreated and had a spawn of about 80 more mm -hmm. of them. Mm -hmm. Which immediately got human sized like adult sized feet and started stomping, I guess, and running up and down <laughs> your stairs. It sounds like a bad party got started. Should you be worried? Absolutely. Yeah, there's this one problem that unfortunately you didn't ask us early enough to avoid, and that's um, now, oh no, they procreated because I showed them my wonderful staircase, because that's a go that's a go for them. Green light. Now now procreation bunch of thumping and stumping um 
how do I get rid of them? Well, the answer would be very specifically, don't leave your bed, just sleep, and they'll, they'll evacuate in the morning. You did the one thing that keeps them around, which is you joined the party. You, <laughs> you heard the thumping, and you went out right into the middle of the, right in the middle of the dance floor, and you just did the cha-cha slide with all of them, accidentally walking up and down those stairs. <laughs> now they, I agree, they feel yeah. fully welcomed into your house and feel like you've, you've respected that they're there and don't feel any uh, urge or necessary need to get out. Okay, yeah, think about this. What if ghosts are just not trying to scare you all the time, but what if they're just, A, nocturnal, and two, very ignorant of other people's space. So it's like it's like a bad roommate if they came in and they started making a bunch of noise when you were trying to sleep, and then you just got up and went into another room. And now that bad roommate is like, hey, seems like it's okay for me to just go wherever because, you know, Todd will just leave. He'll just up and leave. He doesn't throw a fit at all. He won't say anything. He just gets up and out. And so they're just super ignorant to the idea that you don't like it. And they're just like, hey, can we party here, dude? And they and then you just leave. And they're like, all right, sure. Sounds good. We'll keep going, you know? And I think that's what's happening. If you just went up to the attic and went shh really loudly and just gave them an angry face, I think they might just stop. I tell you what. If you just went up and say, hey, stop it. A good shush gets the job done every day. Nobody loves being shushed. Librarians shush. terrify me. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why no library yeah. is is uh, haunted by bad ghosts. Exactly. I've never heard of a haunted library. I did work in one, though. Anyways, okay, is having this ghost dangerous? Clearly not. If Okay, so let's think about this. If you had an intruder in your home, would you be like, oh, let me go downstairs. You do your thing here. I'll go downstairs. If you thought it was truly dangerous, you would evacuate. Right? Yeah. And so clearly you don't think it's dangerous. You would not go downstairs and sleep. That is the last thing you would do if you felt like you were truly in danger. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So that's the end. Thank you, Evade Humanity. Mm-hmm. I also, I just want to say one thing. I don't know if I've mentioned this before, but in almost every single one of these uh, submissions that I find, um, the comments are usually just flooded mm-hmm. with people just putting like full walls of text. Um, nice. of just like you need to like just like full you need to come to Jesus story and it's just like that's mm. fine if that's if that's if that's your venue that's fine but like I just think it's so interesting that there are people online just like seeking out like r slash paranormal like like uh, forums and then just being like yeah that's a that's a that's a ghost all right now here, let me tell you in a four hundred, you know, in like a, you know, a thousand word essay about why you need Jesus. I just think it's so interesting more than anything. I think it it drives me wild to think about the idea of just like somebody's like, oh, this guy needs it. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I get it though. I ghosts are demons in my eyes, and so you know, clearly they need some help. Anyways, so that is the end of going ghost. Thank you very much. And now you're gonna put in an audience. Uh, roaring with yeah. loud applause. I don't even have to put it in. They're there. They're just... They, it'll thank be a nice you. segue. Thank you. Yeah, it'll be a nice segue anyways to go into our middle stuff. Would you like to say, hey guys, how's it going? We reached the middle stuff. Thanks for getting this far. We appreciate it. We love you. And uh, we want to say, uh, hey, if you could throw us up a rate and review 
for our podcast. Uh, that would help us get the notoriety that, not the notoriety, I don't know why I keep on saying that. It's not <laughs> the first time I've said it. Just kind of the, not even like the, we just want to get seen, you know, we just want people to have the chance to get to see the podcast and so if you like it and you enjoy it help us make sure other people can like it and enjoy it by getting to see it for the first time and uh because that gives us a lot of of uh, I, don't, I don't even know what the word is i'm sure there's a better word than what i've said so far but yeah and, uh, and also i just want to say uh we are available in a couple different places and I, a lot of people listen on apple Podcasts and spotify but also if you ever want to show somebody just a small clip of um, this podcast you can go to youtube where all the segments of every episode have been uh have been put into separate um like videos that you can uh, uh, that you can like send to somebody in order to have just a specific question you thought was fun or interesting to show to somebody. Um, so yeah, Zane. And this entire podcast runs on all of your questions. So if you have any questions, you can send those to us any which way you know how, uh, especially through email at saveyourbaconpodcast at gmail.com. That is saveyourbaconpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a bunch of different socials. We have uh, Twitter and Instagram, which are both at Zane and Will. We have a Facebook, which is Save Your Bacon Podcast, which we probably update the Facebook most frequently. Uh, if you wanted to reach us through something that wasn't email, Facebook's probably the easiest. Uh, also, we have a new link that I just threw up onto our um, Facebook page. It's called gopod.me, and it's a universal link, basically. It tells you... Our podcast is on iTunes, on Spotify, on all of these different streaming platforms, and it's one link you can send to your friends that no matter wow. what they listen to us through, no matter what they listen through, they can find us through that platform. So it's just one link, and it'll work for that is news to everybody. Me. Yeah, it's it's something that I found just like an hour before while I was waiting for Will to get on Skype. So yeah, there's that. Fantastic. Um, I us. got on when you said for me to be on. But yeah, there's that link if you want to send that to your friends. Word of mouth is obviously the best. Send us all your questions. We appreciate the heck out of it. And uh, Will, I can give you another question to jump back into it if you'd like. Oh, I'd love that. Oh, would you look at that? This question comes from Mobile Librarian. When I take a shortcut and end up in front of the car that was previously ahead of me, what's the best way to let the other driver know I'm a better person than they are? <laughs> and there's, there's a little context too. <laughs> Equally, when I take a shortcut but remain behind the car that was originally in front of me, what's the best way to let them know that driving isn't a race or a game and that I wasn't trying to beat them anyway? <laughs> <laughs> How do I let them know I'm superior in any situation I'm given is what this question asker is asking. Exactly. How do I let them know that no matter what I'm doing, I am the superior driver? Exactly. And they need to bow down before me and my Subaru. Um, man, this is a good question. It really is. It really is. Oh, Zane, what do you do when you are given the issue of... Uh, uh, when somebody is passing you, do you do you are you a, uh, do you understand that you don't go in the left lane unless you are passing? I, I completely understand left lane is fast lane, um, and I also completely understand that I am unfortunate to everybody that's in the car with me. A very patient driver. Um, are you? So I don't I don't pass people, and I stay in the middle lane uh, so that I you never miss my people. turn. 
and I don't worry about being pulled over or causing traffic jams or anything like that. Uh, but for the people like you, question asker, who are the brave souls that know the ins and outs of these, these parts of towns, knows the shortcuts, uh, when you get ahead of a person like that, oh boy, do it feel good. Oh boy, they've been going slow all, all gosh darn day. Or oh boy, they are just nagging at you and you're finally in front of them. What's the best way to let the other driver know that you're a better person than they are? Honestly, I, this is when I would have my LED light, uh, light show set up in the back of my uh, back car window. <laughs> And then, and just have it, just say, uh, "See ya, chum," uh, and just something. So, and then, and See then, ya, chum. and then, and then, like skirt that. your wheels like in a cartoon, like, and then you just fly off. So, like, you stop right in front of yeah. them, flash the LEDs, and then you boost off. So they know that message was for them. The first thing that came to mind for uh, the equally, uh, if you do take a shortcut and they know you're trying to get around them and you don't get around them, um, just, just like. Like lean out the window and look at them, and then just give them a thumbs up. Let them <laughs> let them know like you're good, they're good. Like you're both on the same page. Just like one of those uh, what's it? The, I can't even say it because I'm just showing it to Will. Where you do like the circle, like a okay kind of thing. Like hey, no, yeah, you're doing all yeah, it's, right. It's the gotcha if it's below your mm-hmm. bottom half too. It's like a it, you're you're doing all right in the road, and I just want you to know that I might have known a shortcut. Um, you don't. You, it's not like I'm trying to pass you or anything. You're doing a good job. We're both doing all right here in the road together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think if somebody gave me an A-OK sign and gave me a bright <laughs> smile right after they tried to pass me and failed, I would be deeply unsettled and I might just pull <laughs> over on the shoulder. And then you get to pass them, which is perfect. <laughs> Yeah, I think mission accomplished on that one. I would just be so scared to drive next to that person for the rest of my trip, to be completely honest. (laughs) So I think that that might be the move to do. I think the moment you're expecting a person to give you an angry stare, because that's what I do. I I don't Mm -hmm. give them an angry stare, but when I try to pass somebody and then it just like breaks down into one lane instead of the two and they just like jam ahead of me, right as as that one glimmer of, of... of a glance between us it can exist i usually just stare try to try my best to stare through their soul but i think giving them the okay and a bright smile <laughs> might just be the the like the visual sarcasm necessary to make them just scared out of their minds you know what else you could do is uh for positive reinforcement you could have one sign that covers both ends so i'm just gonna say you're behind them when you fail uh and you're ahead of them when you succeed fair enough uh, when you're behind them, the sign, you put, hold out one of those signs that people bring to, like, sporting events, and it just says something like, number one fan. Like, you're, you're great job. You're doing so well. <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> but, like, you have to put a smiley face on there so they know it's not insanely passive-aggressive. <laughs> Yeah, I think I like the LEDs in the back, like you were saying, too, or you could do them on the side, and I think it would work either way. And if you were upset at them, like they tried to pass you, and or they like they did pass you and you were already going like mm-hmm. a little fast, 
or and they were like raging at you and honked as they passed you or something or you try to pass them and it doesn't work or whatever whatever the scenario is i think a nice thing to have right on the side would just be an led light up and it just said wow with an exclamation mark because i think wow gets across exactly what you need to get across in any situation if it's a bad thing wow that sucked but it still says wow on it and if it's like hey that's okay it's like wow we're okay you know Wow, it's just a, it's just an excla- it's an exclamatory. It'll get the job done. That's awesome. But yeah, just wow will get the job done on both sides. You know what also gets the wow. job on both sides? Um, if you if you flip the sign right upside down, no matter whether you're behind or in front of them, they'll know that you have a mom. Mom. And and they can relate to that. And so maybe maybe <laughs> your sign just Mother? says mom, and they'll be like, they'll either say, oh, Mother? is that Question my mom? Mark? Are they a mom? Do they have a mom? Can we bond over this uh, this mom moment? Uh, and then they'll think about it. And they might also, again, pull off to the side of the road to think about mom. And, and you can just pass. <laughs> will right you by. be my road mother? Will you be? Will you be my travel mom? Will you be my? Will you be my cross country driving mom? And then and then just after holding up the sign for a while, flip it around and it just says please. <laughs> so they. <know. laughs> So they know that you're sincerely asking. And it's a sad face. <laughs> I uh, I can't recall for the life of me what our original question with was, but I think we've gotten to where we need to be. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I'd love to give you one more question. Yes, please. This question comes from Jake Edwards. Thank you, Jake Edwards. Thank uh, you. Uh, Jake asks, if you beat somebody half to death twice, are they exactly dead or are they one-fourth dead? They're a fourth dead. What do you and want see, from me? <laughs> they're a fourth dead? I See, I thought, huh, that's a really interesting question. I don't think it's either. Interesting. Why? I, You know, you know, well, because if you beat somebody half to death, it's oh. like they're, they're halfway from where they were to getting dead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So after once, they're half dead. And after twice, they're three quarters dead. You don't remove the amount okay. of dead by beating them half to death a second time. Because I would say, oh, I mm-hmm. beat them half to death. They're half dead. And now I mm-hmm. beat them half to death. No, they're only a quarter dead? You helped them by beating them half to death in okay, that case. Okay, yeah. But this, this is, I guess... So I would argue three three quarters dead, correct? I would think three quarters, yeah. After, um, I think it's also... Okay, so v- so we can go further there. Uh, yeah. You go ahead. I, <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. I, <laughs> it's almost over, man. All right, uh, so... <laughs> I think it's fascinating to think of it, and it also matters the duration that you allow a resting period. How much are you letting them gain life back? Now, did you beat them half to death and then give them, like, uh, 30 seconds to breathe, and then you're going right back to town? Because then you're beating them half yeah, to death. Yeah, 30 then, seconds, that's enough to drink, like, five health potions, you know? See, Will, Will knows his mana mama jamma. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> but... If you if you beat them half to death, give them let's say a week, and then you go back and do it again. Well, who knows where they're at now? Who knows how dead they are? Were they dead inside to start that with? That is a variable. Also important. I haven't thought of. I haven't thought of time as a variable. You correct. So here's here's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. You know in Pokemon. Yep. You know in Pokemon yep. how they have those moves. I think it's called uh, like false swipe, something like that. All that right. Sounds right. All right. The yeah. one that always, no matter what it hits. It will always leave you 
It won't kill you. It, it will always put it down like one hit point. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're saying. Yes. I think that's what beating a person half to death eventually becomes if you do it over and over again. Because you, it's it's its own form of torture. It's like, oh, what are we going to do? Are we going to waterboard them? No, we're going to beat them half to death about 13 times. And what you yeah. do when you do that, this is a dark episode. Um, yeah. you, you beat them half and then three quarters and then seven eighths and then 15 sixteenths and then 31 30 seconds and then 63 64 and it just goes on. And you really can't ever... It, you can't ever get yourself full dead. You'll be very close, mm-hmm. and at some point, you're probably just a, a, a stiff breeze away from getting there. But yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, I think it's like a, you can never actually do it. If you continually beating a per- if you continually beat a person half to death, you'll never kill them. Um, much like in SpongeBob, when the group of people look at the old man and say, "How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, old man?" Uh, apparently it's just like that yes very often because he's never going to be fully taught it's only half taught over and over and over again um there's a very sad thing where maybe mentally you're all the way dead uh depending on like if this is your friend beating you <laughs> half to death and you just think wow my friends beat me half to death twice so they did this once and thought I didn't do enough, and I got <laughs> I gotta go back. <laughs> so at that point, maybe you're thinking, "Oh no, okay, so it's a it's a problem." Mm-hmm. I feel all the way dead inside. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, oh, you're boy. never gonna fully get there, but maybe you wish. <laughs> maybe you wish. And if you need help, just reach out to us, man. That's what the advice is for, you know. We're not therapists, but we can we can steer you in the right direction. I'm on the wrong side of therapism right now. I want to know how you're beating this man half to death. What are you using? Fist? <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to imagine a person comes in for a therapy session like the first time, and they're like, and you're like, what's wrong? And you're like, somebody beat me half to death. And they're like, tell me how that happened. I'm curious. And that's like kind of how you start. I'm just like, tell me that process. That's really interesting, actually. And that's just how you kind of start off with the therapy. They're unintentionally fascinated, and they're just like, I have this one patient. Yeah, he got he got beaten half to death with a spoon, and then the next day half to death with a fork, and he's still not all the way dead because that's not how numbers work. And and then they're just like, so, so you're, uh, first of all, you shouldn't be sharing this information as patient uh, doctor confidentiality, whatever. Uh, second of all, you shouldn't be so excited about this news should you and he's like i can't help it i've never heard of something like this happening (laughs) yeah you're far too curious greg i'm sorry this isn't okay (laughs) i was just too curious yeah hey guys uh we did it we made it to the end of the podcast well uh we're we're so happy that we got this far um it has been so interesting dealing with about four seconds of latency between us and all the different robots that are trying to intercept our internet connection but uh yeah, thanks so much for being with us. We'd like to give a big old shout out to the people who have uh, put their questions in. That mm-hmm. obviously makes this this podcast tick, and it, it is everything that we uh, need in order to do this. Um, so yeah, thanks so much. This has been Save Your Bacon. My name is Will. My name is Zane. Guys, uh, take it easy the rest of this week, and if it's easy, take it twice. See you soon. Mm-hmm.